Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential and achieve your definition of success. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome back to Elite Achievement. Today's guest started her company based on her desire to create a product that could make a difference and to ease her mind while painting her daughter's nails. When Melanie Hurley's daughters were young, she hated the thought of toxic chemical-ridden nail polishes touching their hands. Her solution? Piggy paint. Piggy Paint produces chemical-free water-based nail polishes that are available mass market. And not only is Melanie crushing it running Piggy Paint, she also launched a specialty nail polish called Sophie Nail Polish, which is available in specialty markets or independent stores. And she has another company called Rock the Locks, which is now available in over three thousand Walmart stores. I am so excited to learn more about Melanie's businesses, how she's managing three companies and being a mama. I know this is going to be an incredible conversation. Welcome, Melanie. Thanks, Kristen. (laughs) Well, tell us a little bit more, Melanie, about the inspiration behind your first company, Piggy Paint. So I started Piggy Paint in my basement in 2008. Um, My girls were two and four at the time, and I was really concerned about the chemicals in products that I was using on them. Um, My oldest had allergies and skin sensitivities, so um, she would break out in hives. We put certain things on her, and I started looking for a safer alternative for them, and I couldn't find any. You started your company in your basement. Yes. What were some of the challenges in those early days of running your business? Well, besides logistically of having tons of product all over the house and my girls were little and um, they were at home with me. So having a two and four year old at the time, it was really noisy and lots going on. So I would hide in closets or the bathroom to take phone calls. And we had um, semi trucks coming in and out of our house. And um, I think the hardest thing was just trying to figure out how to do everything myself. I was trying to make sales. I was entering orders, packing orders, shipping orders, and answering customer service. I was a teacher before, so I didn't have any business experience. So it was learning every day as I went along. Isn't that the journey of being an entrepreneur, learning along the way? (laughs) you, (laughs) You mentioned that you were doing it all when you launched the business, sales and business development and product development, everything. What was the process like developing the nail polishes formula? I actually worked with a chemist that I found online and we worked together constantly over the phone, uh, shipping samples back and forth, trying to perfect every single color. And uh, I actually didn't meet him until a couple years after that. And um, so it was perfect timing. He had been working on the formula. I told him, hey, I'm a mom. I don't know what I'm doing, but I really want to try to model everything after what I would want as a mom. So that's really how it started. I'm hearing you say you were 
a teacher before launching your company. So you didn't have a big business background. You didn't know about chemicals and how they come together. But your passion for solving this problem motivated you and kept you going every single day. What were some of the other sources of motivation, Melanie, that you used when launching Piggy Paint or even you use today as you're running three companies? Well, in the beginning, um, I think the motivation was we put everything we had into it. At that time, I was a teacher and my husband was a park ranger. So we saved one of our salaries for three years so that I could stay at home with our girls when they were little. So to invest that nest egg into it, you know, just wanted to do everything we could to make it work. And um, I'm, I'm just kind of that have that personality too. I have OCD and I'm kind of all in. So when I'm passionate about things, um, I just go for it. Are you enjoying this episode and feeling encouraged to take the next step towards maximizing your potential? Don't let that energy pass you by. Goal achievers consistently take action to achieve great success. Grab your free breakout plan right now at kristenburk.com to begin your journey today. Just go for it. So you go all in. You've invested, it sounds like your savings to stay home with your kids to start the business. Yes. How did you know it was going to work and that you needed to take piggy paint to that next level? Well, I don't think there's one defining moment. Whenever I look back, it was the series of events that led up to where we are today. In the beginning, we went to countless trade shows. And our first trade show, I shared a booth with a friend and I had a little table that was maybe three feet long and just put product on it. And I just stood there and I was so excited. And I just wanted to talk to every single person that went by. And um, it's just been such an amazing journey to look back and all the struggle and all the heartbreak and all the no's, thousands and thousands of no's, and just really trying to know that this is what I was called to do. I felt a calling from God. I just poured everything of myself into it in hopes that it would work. So I'm always optimistic, but you know, you just never know. And it's when you go to trade shows, it's hard because you develop relationships with other entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, and um, some of them come back the next year and then some of them don't. So it's just quite a journey. All of us entrepreneurs are maybe wired a little differently too. Um, we're all maybe a little weird in our own way. <laughs> we have to be to do this. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> Melanie, you mentioned you heard a lot of no's. Yes. Let's talk about that. So I, I work with a lot of clients that build client-based businesses. And so they hear no all the time. And sometimes when my clients hear no, it rocks them and it distracts them from the goals that they are looking to pursue. How do you navigate those no's and stay on track with what you're looking to build? I wish I could have seen the future back then because <laughs> it really would have been easier. And we got told no so many times, cold calls and emails. And I've just been to told no so many times. And um it's gotten easier. So the first several years of going to trade shows, whenever somebody walked by our booth, no one knew what piggy paint was. I feel like I've had to sell it every single time, just feel like beating my head against the wall. Like, 
this is piggy paint. This is piggy paint. You know about piggy paint? Nobody knew about piggy paint. And now we go to trade shows and it's great because we built that clientele and people know us. People walk by. And I remember the first trade show I went to and I was in a, a shuttle van going to the convention center. And I heard some people who had been in the industry a long time talking and they were saying, somebody has to hear your brand about eight times before they feel like they're ready to commit to buying it. And I don't know where that came from. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it feels right because eventually you wear them down and they say, I've seen you at so many trade shows. Okay, let's give it a try. So it definitely has gotten easier along the way. And I remember I was at a trade show in Atlanta one time and, um, it's been years ago. And you know, when I'm at trade shows, I am there to sell product. So I don't want to miss anybody, especially in the early days. I wouldn't drink anything because I didn't want to leave to have to go to the bathroom. I mean, it was a little psychotic. Um, so I do go to the bathroom now. This guy across from <laughs> us, he came up to me after a couple of days and he said, I have been watching people walk by and he's like, you've got balls. <laughs> he said, you've been told so no many times, yet you're still out there um, just telling everybody about your product. And I think you'd have to have thick skin and be so passionate about it that you're eventually going to get to yes, and you're eventually going to find the right people. And that's what I always pray for, too, is that the right people come along, that our product makes sense for them. Because I want it to work. There was so much gold in that answer. And the biggest thing I am taking away is you cannot let those no's stop you from pursuing your passion. And we all have to expect we are going to hear a lot of no. We're going to get a lot of rejection. But if you keep hanging in and you keep asking and you keep promoting and you keep sharing what it is you're passionate about, eventually you're going to find the right people and get those yeses. Exactly. So exciting. I mentioned in your introduction that since the launch of Piggy Paint, you have now created two additional companies. Tell us about that journey of starting Sophie Nail Polish and Rock the Locks. With Piggy Paint, it's, it's always been super fun, wild colors for kids. And we've had a lot of moms that have used Piggy Paint, um, especially when they're pregnant or looking for cleaner products. So um, Sophie was really developed from a need from our customers. They're saying they wanted more adult, sophisticated colors, and that's where the name Sophie came from. So Sophie is our adult brand. It's still a water-based nail polish. It doesn't smell because it's water-based. There's um, no harsh chemicals, and so we've expanded on that. The Rock the Locks is our hair care line for kids. It doesn't have any parabens, phthalates, sulfates. It's really bold packaging that kids love and ingredients that uh, parents trust. So it really goes hand in hand with Piggy Paint being a non-toxic, clean product. And uh, like you said, it's available in 3,000 Walmart stores now. And we've just launched a new um, a fun hair color and conditioner. So it's a hair color and conditioner in one. We have hot pink and purple. Um, so that's really fun. Okay, I now have a personal question. So I have a seven-year-old daughter, Scarlett. And Scarlett is constantly asking me to dye her hair. And I have hair that has actually never been dyed. I've never, ever, ever dyed my hair. And so this idea of my seven-year-old dyeing her hair kind of freaks me out. So 
I can buy a conditioner and it'll make it pink. Tell me about yes, this. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it's temporary. It lasts between five and 15 shampoos. You just use it like conditioner, let it stay in three to 20 minutes, wash it out. It's soft enough. You can use it again and again too. So if you want the really, really vibrant colors. Okay. Okay. Do you have teal? Is teal in the product mix right now? Not yet, but it will be. <laughs> okay. Well, because she's gone from pink and now teal is her new color. But all right, this might really make my daughter's day when I finally say, yes, Scarlett, you can have hot pink hair. I love it. When you created Sophie Nails and Rock the Locks, did you do anything different the second time around? I knew what to expect the second time around. And that really makes a difference, I think, in my confidence level and how we approach things. We just started out stronger with those brands because we had knowledge of what to expect and how everything worked. In the beginning of Piggy Paint, I made a ton of mistakes. And uh, I really think that those mistakes are what brought us to this point. But um, we haven't made as many mistakes (laughs) with our other brands. You learned, right? And that's another important part about being an entrepreneur is we're not going to get it right every time. We're going to do some things and mess it up, but it's about learning. And so we can apply those learnings the next go around, the next go around, and the next go around. Right. And you should just expect that some things that you produce are not going to be winners and that's okay. And um, I think going to trade shows too, it's always really nice to be able to get feedback from customers, from our retailers, and they have such good ideas. So really listening to what they need. A big part of what we've talked about has been trade shows. And I'm guessing there weren't a lot of trade shows in 2020. Right. And have trade shows started coming back here towards the end of 2021? Or have you had to think differently about building relationships and marketing your products? We just went to a trade show in New York um, last week. And then we have another one in Las Vegas. So they're just starting back up. But yeah, 2020, we didn't have any. And we kind of had to shift our business because it's really hard to connect with new buyers and maintain relationships when you're not seeing them. So a lot of business has shifted to e-commerce too. So we definitely had to change our marketing Um, and advertising and really push to get people online, especially with Target too, having our products at target.com or you're able to pick up at the store. Things have just shifted for sure. So you're a mama, you're running three companies. What is your belief around balance? Oh, goodness. Well, balance is, it's been really hard to achieve. And in the beginning, when it was in um, our basement, and I was working just day and night, not sleeping, no matter how big your business is, when it's small starting out, or if it's stable and bigger, you could pour 24 hours a day into it because it's never enough and there's always things to do. So, um, you know, at the beginning, I really struggled with that. And I remember when my oldest was in first grade she was writing a Mother's Day card out and they were writing prompts. So it was, you know, my mom loves to, my mom likes to, my mom, this and that. And every single one was about my mom likes to work. My mom 
likes to email. My mom likes to talk on the phone. And that was really hard. She was so excited to give it to me. And I, I went on the parking lot and I just cried. I sobbed. And that was a real turning point of finding a balance. My girls, they're 15 and 17 now. So I've been able to incorporate them into our business their entire lives. They've been to trade shows with me. They work in our warehouse. They're definitely a part of it. And, um, you know, at this point, my Mother's Day cards are different. And I have a couple from the last couple of years that I keep in my desk to read because I know that they are really proud of me. They're both intelligent, strong, independent young ladies. And I, I know that they're proud of me at this point. But it was really hard in the beginning. That is such a beautiful story, and I appreciate you sharing uh, the experience you had with the Mother's Day card. I have felt a lot of that myself, where my daughter is like, Mom, would you put the laptop away? Mom, would you quit working? And it's this constant push and pull between your desire to build your business and, and create a lifestyle for your family, but then to also be a present mama and I've ultimately come to the conclusion that balance doesn't exist. When we communicate (laughs) about balance, we are literally communicating an unrealistic reality. And what works for my family is likely different for your family and for all the other mamas that are listening to our show today. That's exactly right. And I think another piece of it, the why. For me, I'm, I'm not just passionate about selling a product. I'm passionate about our products. They're non-toxic. They're safe for kids. Something as simple as nail polish. I've heard so many stories over the years where it's something beautiful that a parent can share with their child to do together to bond. And um, on the other hand, too, my passion has shifted over the years. I love to love on our people. All throughout the years, we've had an amazing team of people. They care. And they're just fantastic. And I really I really feel like this is my calling right now to, to love on everybody on our team because we really are a family and we have diverse group of, of people uh, working in our warehouse, including a lot of retired um, men and women. And my dad is one of them. So it's just it's wonderful to walk out and just to see that my passion has evolved into a, just something really wonderful. Well, if our listeners want to find Piggy Paint or Sophie Nail Polish or Rock the Locks, mm-hmm. walk us through where they can find those products. Piggy Paint, you can find it in Target stores or online. And then Sophie is on Amazon, Target.com, um, our website as well. And then Rock the Locks is in Walmart. And where can our listeners learn more about you and the story behind your companies? On Instagram. Our Piggy Paint Instagram would be great. Well, Melanie, I appreciate your time today. It has been energizing to learn more about your story and how you grew a business from your basement with no business background and successfully got your product placed in mass retail. You've also launched a couple of additional businesses, all while continuing to uh, be a mama and show up for your family. So thank you for the insight and the stories and reflecting with us today. And with that goal, Achievers, keep focusing on your weekly wins. Keep noting the lessons that you've learned. 
and consistently make progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website, kristenburke.com to sign up and get connected. We can also hang out socially on Instagram. Follow me at Meet Kristen Burke. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, goal achievers, keep progressing toward your goals and celebrate those weekly wins.